and welcome to a brand new episode of the Traction.gg podcast, where we talk about racing games, sim racing, and racing esports. Joining us today is Paulo Gomez, studio and game director at Saber Porto in Portugal. It's developing the upcoming racing game and simulation title Dakar Desert Rally, and we had a chat recently at Gamescom. Hopefully you'll be able to gather Paolo's passion and dedication for this project, a brand new officially licensed game for the real world Dakar Rally Raid. Set in an open world Saudi Arabian environment, it mixes five vehicle categories, truck, car, motorcycle, quad bike and SSV, plus the past three seasons of competitors within sport, professional and simulation modes. There are more details across two articles on the Traction.gg website, so I shall link to those in the episode description along with a hands-on preview video on the Traction.gg YouTube channel, also linked. The game launches on the 4th of October for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, so not long left, and we'll hopefully have a full review and final verdict soon. For now though, let's hear more about its genesis. So Paolo, we're here at Gamescom in Germany. We've just seen and played Dakar Desert Rally, and there's been uh, a lot hidden away for quite a few years. So firstly, uh, what are the sensations that you're feeling right now, now that uh, more information is out there and the media and influencers have started playing the game and, and seeing it and there's a big trailer being revealed? Yeah. That must be the result of a many years' hard work. Exactly. So, um, actually, Dakar is a kind of a bigger project that it was only in Dakar 18. So, I, when I started to looking for something f- fresh, something new, uh, it was come from 2016 when I was looking for something that is really exciting, big, that could bring a, a different experience that is not uh, only track-based things. You know, when you are just tracking, going from one point to another, and if you go a little bit like a meter outside, you are responding immediately. So, the idea it was to, let's create something really cool. And my, as a, I was always fascinated about survival things, things that we can explore, you know, never know exactly what's coming on and so on. And um, as a fan of Dakar, it's also something that I was, uh, would like to bring uh, a piece of Dakar, of, of the experience of Dakar from everyone's house. That was the idea. Uh, of course, we developed um, by our own as a big moon entertainment, we developed Dakar 18, released in 18, uh, but uh, of course, we from the very beginning, we're very excited. The game is awesome in terms of navigation, but that were a lot of things that we couldn't get in because it, it was staying even on our wish list. So the next was, okay, we need to do the next one, but including the things that we're not able to, to include in the first one. Also because we learned a lot on that. Now, um, uh, in, 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 in between this happening, two things. One of the things was that uh, Big Moon was acquired by Saber and uh, yeah, becoming part. Yes, it was part of Embracer during 2019. Actually, we were uh, developing with them, uh, and then all the things happening and all the things changed because suddenly uh, we get the financial support that we wanted, we needed to to continue to proceed with that. So uh, then with that, with the cyber support, we, we will be able to proceed during the three years of development that we needed to, to reach this game. So instead of being Dakar 18 or Dakar 19 or so on, uh, we prefer to, okay, we will be developing during a certain amount of time. Uh, we get the comfort from being part of Embracer Group and part of Saber Group. Uh, and we, we increase the team. We, 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 we make sure that we include the things that we have the refined the tools. And that was during the 2020, 2022, 2021, and 2022. So these three years, or at least two and a half years that we were developing, 
uh, allows us to improve in all different things. You know, um, and because also the, the, the real Dakar Rally moved from South America to uh, uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, then allows us, us to remake the map. So now we have a bigger map. Uh, the other one was already quite huge. Actually, it was yep. already the biggest uh, back then. Uh, that was 18,000 square kilometers. Now, this one is more than 20,000 square kilometers, so even, even bigger. And even with the scale down for one per 25, that is pretty much like uh, comparing in the real life, it will be five kilometers for one kilometer in, in the game, is still huge. So uh, that's definitely a, a different kind of genre because you have to, to drive, to explore, to, 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 to get lost. So, um, and, and we was also able to meet the, the next generation. So during these three years, it, it appears in our lives, generation nine, you know, I'm speaking about PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and, right. and even the new, new generations of the graphic cards for PCs. So that allows us to uh, prepare the game actually is, is working on generation eight and generation nine at the same time. So it was very tricky, but uh, you know, very challenging to make sure that we put the things that we want to put into this game, not only on the graphical quality, physics, um, and, and also all the tools that we, we wanted to do. Yeah, so there's there's a lot to unpack there. So you mentioned there, yeah, Dakar 18 came out in 2018. Yeah. And my personal opinion was there was a lot of potential there, but now, thanks to the deal where you're part of Sabre and Impressor, you finally got, okay, here's the money and here's the backing. So I wanted to just quickly ask on, yeah, I mean, you did mention it, but the, the yearly nomenclature. So you had Dakar 18. Then I seem to remember there was Dakar 21 was mentioned at one point with some images, right? No, I, and so now we're here with Dakar Desert Rally. It's the same project, right? But it's just project. evolved and you've had more time to mature. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, all of these is the same project, even the Dakar 18. Oh, okay. So, so it's just a, all projects have a start point. And I, I told the community that uh, when we released Dakar 18, it was because we have to for multiple reasons, including that uh, we are uh, packaging as Dakar 18 should be released in, in 2018. Yeah. Now, that was the reason when we, we move on, we learned that, you know, guess what? We don't know very well if we will get it, if we need w one year or two years or three years to develop this next one. Okay. So we decided to change, and the next one is only the Dakar Desert Rally. Being Dakar Desert Rally, we're not committed with a, a specific year. So, but there's another thing, this is the licensing. So all the vehicles there, all, absolutely all, are licensed, are, you know, all the, the logos are from teams correctly, all the pilots, everything is for real. So because of that, everyone has to approve everything and have to make sure that everything is, is, is okay, we have agreements with everyone and so on. So uh, all of this takes time. So because of that, we decided to, okay, we don't mention the, 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 the number as, as the year anymore. Right, right. And at some point we thought, okay, maybe we will be releasing on 21. So that's why it came uh, in the press that maybe it will be Dakar 21. Yeah, I think I might have written some of those off. Yes, but, but uh, we never mentioned officially because, okay, it's 20, 21, 20, but at the end is we, we didn't uh, uh, throw away anything because... In this game, you have the 2020, 2021, and 2022. Yeah, so, so you've got three seasons exactly. of vehicles. And, and by the way, we didn't include the, the, the 19. And there's a reason as well for, for that, because yeah. 
the 19 actually we we, we, we we thought to include it but we had to bring another full map that we developed already in Dakar 18 that was uh, in the Peru because in 19 yeah, it's still happening in Peru so uh, since we want to do a new map and the new map comes with the new country and the new com- country comes in 2020 so we reset on 2020 and we packaged it three years oh, that makes sense yeah I was going to ask because 18 was set in South America and you had like muddy environments obviously this is now the real world event is in Saudi Arabia you've got just desert based predominantly so I guess one slightly unfortunate thing is that original environment basically you've, you've not used that you've started again for this whole new environment now right? exactly well uh, there is a couple of things that we decided to change for example the scale so the previous game we we, we went for chunks uh, in our streaming sorry to say technically but um, just to understand is in pieces it's subdivided in pieces on four by four square kilometers that is 16 uh, uh, 16 then but now we decided to shrink in terms of two by two just to make sure that the loading since we are going fast, we need the loading to be more light. So we're loading more, more times, but we don't load so much, so much things at the same time. So we changed some technical approach after the first uh, development, what allows us to, to learn more about that. Uh, we now are supporting not one firewall, but we are supporting two firewalls. So that means that we have more LODs in terms of the world as well. Um, other things like, for example, the scale. Uh, we, we, we tried a scale that was 1 per 33 in the first game. Now we adjusted for 1 per 25. That means it's a little more accurate in terms of driving. So that's a couple of examples that are much more regarding to things that we really learned on the first game and it wants to increase. So we, we uh, combining these five years of development Dakar, you know, from the first one to the second one, including both, and that is a great experience because we visit the palace, we, we went to the races uh, on, on the South America, on Saudi Arabia, we take pictures, references, we, we collect audio, we make a lot of things. Right. And we change a lot of things along the way because it's how it goes in development, right? We yeah. always try to do better things. So, speaking of changes, one surprising element that I didn't quite expect was, yes, okay, when you get to a certain experience level, you can drive the, you know, the, what, I think what you call the real Dakar experience no, or the, the true Daka, the Dakar experience the Dakar experience okay which is you know you take part in like a real world Dakar but before that point and maybe what the majority of the game is it's an open world area with races and events yes. that you can go through and unlock and complete and earn XP so it's a completely it's almost sounds like two games in one in, in some ways I will say that multiple games in some ways oh well yeah because well, you've got bikes and everything yeah so the, you know, we have uh, five kind of categories we have three games like 2020 2022 one in 2022 so at the end of the day it's like multiple games for a cheaper price <laughs> so that's I think is a good deal but you know getting back to your subject is actually um, comparing with our previous experience well the previous experience didn't have one thing that we noticed from the community and many people especially more uh, gamers not so much about the, the Dakar fans so the Dakar fans love the game and the gamers yeah. some of them became addicted some of them didn't like it because there was no what do you call the progression so we basically have a race and you start in stage one you have 14 stages you go one for by another and that's it so that was uh, on the previous game so we decided now no let's create this as a progression so we create XP uh, so there's an XP that will level up 
on part to part, so we will get multiple level ups. So we decided then to package the first part like around eight to ten hours of gameplay to be making sure that these will be for an evolution, making sure that we pick up someone that doesn't need to know anything about these. Any guy that just wants to have fun. That's yeah, it. Yeah, enjoy a racing game. That's it, normally. Not like any of the others. But uh, this is a, a truly uh, tremendous, um, vast one. But you can just accumulate points. Uh, you can be experienced different vehicles, acquiring vehicles. You have your own garage. And it, this, this kind of thing is like you, you decided what kind of teams you want to, to acquire. Uh, you have to accumulate points, you know, in terms of uh, currency, in the, what we call the Dakar points. And then you, you have ability to repair the vehicles or even to buy new vehicles and so on. But the levels, so the stages, are set to a certain level of uh, XP. So yep. if you have XP level, for example, five, you will be able to play a certain level of roadbooks. If you have XP level seven, you unlock another uh, pack and so on. So the Dakar experience, what we call the simulation, the true simulation that is a representation of Dakar 20, 21 and 22, are only unlocked after level 25. Yep. So when you reach the level 25, you then you says, okay, now you get it, the Dakar experience. And even though you have first one with three stages only, then four stages only, and then, only then, you will be able to have you know, all of these 2020, 2021, and 2022. Remember, each of these has uh, stages that can take around one hour to complete. Yeah. In real time, it's, in real life, it will be four to five hours. In the game, it will be between 50, 40, 50, or 50, 60 minutes to complete. And there are 12 on each. So it's pretty much like an in, in average 12 hours of experience to complete the Dakar 2020 plus more. another one for uh, 21. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you imagine how much gameplay we have. And if you want to try it, complete on a which on, on, on car, on trucks, on bikes. So it's multiplied yeah. by five. Yeah. And uh, well, actually, speaking of the longer stages that you can do, this time around, you can also do uh, like a mid-stage save, or is it every waypoint it saves, depending on the difficulty level you've got, exactly. which helps, uh, oh, people might be daunted. It's going to take me an hour to complete this one stage or day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually now you can break it up if you've not got the time. I, we, don't, uh, we are not uh, anymore saying about difficulty level. We are saying about game modes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. But just to, to be more accurate. So in sport mode, it's for everyone else including me or you, that, okay, you, I love uh, the simulation, but once in a while, I really want to have fun by just driving like a maniac through the deserts, competing directly, uh, not, not thinking about the roadbook, but to go through yeah. the beacons. Yeah, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, before we go into the other game modes, that's like you're doing races for position, there's clear waypoints. Sometimes there's arrow on the ground. It, it reminds me of like a smuggler's run or some modes in Forza Horizon 5 or something. It is. It is and it is. so that it's, is really not, accessible. Maybe I will say that, uh, well, I can tell you, it's just, uh, no, um, sorry to say this brand, but um, uh, I played a lot in, in the past, the, the original Motorstorm, and I like it, of course. Oh, yeah, man. Just, uh, I, wish, I wish that was still a thing. <laughs> so I, I, it was fun. Um, uh, so then... Uh, but it, the only thing that I didn't, didn't like it is because track based and I didn't want right. I would like to do something more crazy like oh yeah, where I explore that area or that area as well so of course then we create this sport mode so we, we have big map 
with uh, and, and and because we represent all the things from so we selected specifically places where you have a lot of hills a lot of downsides uh, and lot of shortcuts jumps yes exactly so so you can and we put together a, a, all as a wave of pack so when we start you start with other seven guys together and it's a crazy race you test it right what do you feel yeah, yeah, yeah. what's what the feeling no it's just really good honest fun yeah. and you don't have to be technically minded or worry about the code uh, navigator so much, although they are there still. It's I'm aiming for the waypoint, I'm keeping the throttle pinned, and we're going for it. But then I've also tried professional and simulation yeah, as well. Yeah, that's a different thing. So it's completely, as you can experience it, uh, it's a completely different thing. So in the game, when you go through sports, it's just because have fun, it's more MotorStorm stylish, and you, you can sometimes read away about the bike and be aware yeah. about the truck. And yeah, because there's, there's multiple classes racing at exactly. the same time. Exactly, and actually, I have been here showing to the press and allowing the press to, to, to test like you. And, you know, uh, can you tell me what stage did you complete without having a crash? Or oh, I didn't. <laughs> I think the windscreen went missing, the doors went missing at one point with the truck. It's fun. But it's fun. It's fun. So that's part of the things. That's why, for example, before you ask, uh, you know, we had to inform all the manufacturers because all of them license that yeah if you want to get in the car you have to accept the rules and the rules are the car will be broken because right which is a tricky conversation to have with yes it is but you know uh, otherwise we prefer not to get in uh, but sometimes you get oh this great brand why don't we don't burn we don't change the chassis because it's yeah. the, the, but, but it's still visible and mechanical damage of course of course it should be because it's uh, as it's real the car and it's, it's, it's fun it's nothing to we are not killing anyone it's yeah. people it's, we, 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 it's, it's a game for everyone it's for all the family yeah. so to, to, to complete your thing is uh, the idea is when you you start on a, on a sport, uh, we put everyone together so we can have the feeling about this challenging. But when you go to uh, to professional, well, professional, you can start the game from the beginning with professional. You don't need to go f- through sport to to so in level one. When you start, you can start with professional immediately. If you are a fan about uh, driving your own, you know, stop not not being uh, aside with the others, but one per time, and and being the desert with a roadbook, that means that you don't have any beacon. You can go for your own. But in the other way, is have some accessibilities. For example, uh, you get your lost, you can request to get your position. You get some penalties, but you get your position. Uh, if you, for example, uh, you, you, you have a repairs, you need some repairs, you still have some, you know, some accessible times of penalties. So to make sure that you don't be, oh my God, this I'm frustrating because now I, I, I will lost immediately. No, this is all, all about getting uh, still some gamification about it. However, that's what makes the difference between the, 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 the professional game mode and the simulation game mode. Yep. On the simulation game mode, you, as in the professional, you have to follow the roadbook. However, from stage to stage, there is no saving. That means that in real, real life, you have to do your own. You, if you have some mechanical problems, you have to repair, uh, get the consequences about the time lost. And if you, if you, if you, if you want to quit, you, you have to restart the stage. Yep. So that's it. Uh, uh, there is another thing that we implemented on the simulation is all the rules from the car actually there. For example, uh, about 
the the speed limit. You I was just going to say, yes. yeah. yeah you, you, if you you have speed limits, you have to control speed limits. You have passing through some village, you have to control that as well. So all of the things doesn't care on sport because it's just have fun. Go for it. But on simulation, you get penalties for everything that he breaks the rules from the you know the federation and from that card as well. Yeah. And just to be clear, the, the physics and the hand are not changing between the different game modes, but the way the game is portrayed, laid out, the rules that you're doing, it, it's very distinctive between between the three. Like I say, simulation, I think, is it side-by-side, the SS, SSVs? You have to do 130 kilometers. You can't exceed that, otherwise you get penalties. And that's like you can't just press a pit limiter or something. You're controlling that, and um, I imagine that's that's quite the yeah, challenge. Imagine that you have to to drive. You have to make sure that you you go to the right uh, solution, uh, so you you your right direction. But as well, you sometimes you have to make some decisions. Like, okay, um, should should uh, should I? I need to, to take care about my speed limit as well. I need to take care about what is my heading in terms of the uh, the driving through. I need to take care about uh, avoiding the rocks. I need to take care about yeah all these conditions. Things. And all the, you know, when it's wet, when it's uh, sand, snowing, all the things affect your wheels. So all the thing, all of this is part of the of the game. Yeah. I just want to go back very briefly to the whole development process that you've had. Uh, obviously, you're part of Sabre. Is there any elements, have you worked with the people who work, make SnowRunner yeah. and, and, and the collaboration there? Well, uh, there is a collaboration, of course. Uh, the collaboration was not by developing directly. So, so uh, the SnowRunner team developed SnowRunner, yeah. and we're using a different engine because. Ah, uh, yes. So yeah. you're not in real yeah. four, but it's also a different engine. Yes, yes. So, so understand. So, uh, the Saber engine um, is prepared to uh, uh, calculate many small details. That's why it cannot go uh, high speed. It. Um, Vehicles, but we need to have a speed. Yeah. And if you are speeding, you cannot calculate certain certain elements. So we have to uh, recalculate and reassemble the things only for the car that is different from SnowRunner. However, the good thing that we did is we have a lot of experience char- uh, exchanging. So, for example, uh, we received a lot of inputs. We asked a lot of things. Uh, we, we discussed a lot of algorithmics about uh, how if it will be nice or not to do a couple of things. So there is there, there was a lot of of, uh, of evolution uh, topics. Um, but that was more about uh, uh, sharing knowledge, not so much about development. Development was straight in Porto, uh, all developing Saber Porto, and that's it. Even for example, uh, we look at uh, you know how all details on SnowRunner for uh, lens deformations, yeah. for parts getting out from uh, uh, you know morphing. Uh, there's a lot of things, uh, suspensions, and, and, and many other facts. And because of that, there, there was a lot of learning process. And of course, at the end of the day, there's always a grow-up experience with us our, ourselves. But, but we also included other people, for example, from NVIDIA. We were using, we are using this NVIDIA PhysX as a base, but we changed everything. Okay. So basically, we took up the PhysX uh, and with the things that we wanted to do from the Dakar team and from the things that we learned from from Saber, from Samtisburg, that is from the SnowRunner uh, physics guys, we decided what's getting in, what are getting out, how to develop, and we, we rewrote the code uh, with the help of NVIDIA, and we made our own version of physics, and that's what is inside of that game. That's why it's so physical experience that. Even if you don't feel difference between uh, the game modes about 
the, the driving, you can customize. So there is a couple of customizations that you are allowed to do in your vehicle to suit more, for for example, for that genre of terrain or another one. So that's why in the bivouac, you are available to adjust your vehicle according to if you have a higher pressure, lower pressure, more suspension, less suspension, to make sure that you are okay for what's coming in the next stage. Okay. So one final thing I'd like to touch on, Paolo, because I know we're very busy at Gamescom. Um, we haven't touched upon how the fact that you can create your own roadbook oh and your own route that is and then thing. share that and people can download yes, it and, yes, and, yes. and rate it. So let's, let's quickly touch upon that. Yes. Well, that's my passion. <laughs> that's my, that's I had this uh, as a vision for Dakar 18, but we couldn't do it because we didn't have time. And we actually took all the three years back then to develop that system. So basically, instead of being a hard-coded roadbook like we did in Dakar 18, so uh, now what we did is create a tool that we can grow from all these 20,000 square kilometers and easily you can put waypoints and okay. they will create the route and it will mark if it's a danger zone, if it's not a danger zone, if it has speed limits on, if it's not. So all the things are doing by artificial intelligence. So you just mark where you want to have a nice uh, uh, track for the next uh, uh, roadbook and the roadbook is automatically generated. So we did that for ourselves, and we're sharing now. Uh, it will be it will be on a, on a separate DLC, but it will be for free, so everyone will have it. Okay. So it will have the game plus that is editors. So the editors is only is is, is a, to make sure that people can customize themselves, like putting your name or the color of your vehicle, but also for the roadbooks, because once you create your roadbook, then you can invite your friends, and if you invite your friends to play with then the, 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 the players that you invite that accept that will receive the file so they will be all both with the same roadbook. And then the other one will be sharing the other ones and so on. So uh, what we think about that is tremendous opportunity to everyone to create their own roadbooks. And even though you can rate it, that means that the community will see what has the best roadbooks. Oh, if you have fun with some roadbook, it says, yes, five stars. And okay. everyone else will rate it more and more. And you get it, the, you will see from the browser that says, oh, this roadbook is very cool. So it's all about sharing experience and allowing the community to create an endless, endless experience of the car. So that's why I think on a, on a scenario, theoretically, uh, it, it could be possible to be, you know, you're playing this and then you're being getting invited to another roadbook. And when you start to race, you don't know nothing about that roadbook. It's everything fresh, everything new, because you don't know where to go. You just follow the roadbook, wherever it's in sport mode, professional or simulation. Okay, well, there's certainly a lot to get through there with Dakar Desert Rally. It's out in October, but for now, thank you very much for your time. Well, thank you very much to Paolo there for his time. And thank you very much for you for listening. Please do follow and rate on Spotify and subscribe and rate on Apple Podcasts because it enables us to get more guests and therefore more episodes. Thank you very much to everyone who has done that so far. Don't forget, the Traction.gg website is updated every single day with the latest news, including that of Dakar Desert Rally, and that's where our review will be hosted very, very shortly. Finally, you can email podcast.traction.gg with any guest ideas or questions about Dakar Desert Rally. We'll be back very soon with a new episode. Keep it pinned. Thank you.